<laughs> Welcome to Just Charisma, episode 23. I'm your host, Brayden Charisma, and alongside me today is my boy, Winston Cook. Hello, everybody. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. That's awesome. I'm doing awesome. I'm excited to have you here, and yeah. I've been trying to get you here for many moons. Yeah. Even though absolutely. it's only 23 episodes in, you know? Many moons, yeah. Absolutely. So Winston is a community coordinator. He's yes. going back to school, doing some upgrading, and he's got an adorable relationship and a cute couple doggies. Yeah, dude. Cute puppers, yeah. yeah. German Shepherd mix and uh, Shih Tzu Jack Russell mix. It's great. The yeah. little one's my favorite, I think. I like how he kept stealing <laughs> the pong balls when we went camping. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that was great. Um, so tell me about a bit about the community coordinator. So the community coordinator job I've been working at just over a year now. Probably one of the best experiences. Like it's it's like a one in a million kind of chance that people get offered. So, For sure. So it's a developing you know position. So when I got hired on, the the job position was kind of um, it was like very flexible in what what you can do and what you'd learn. So it started off with me doing um, like basic. Uh, coordination jobs and um like um getting community members within my community to attend meetings um info sessions to kind of figure out what we're doing okay. as um an economic development uh business so a lot of um what we did is presentations like we have a lot of uh operations that are um, creating revenue for our community and that's in hopes for us to become more of a self-sustaining um, community financially. Right. So a lot of that goes from uh, forestry, uh, aquaculture, like digging clams or fishing. Right. Whatever it is um, that you can create revenue from, from the ocean. And um, administration, keeping everything in line, you know, uh, keeping that paper trail and whatever. So good old business uh, administration stuff. Yeah. And what I've had to do in that job is give presentations, meet like um, a variety of different types of uh, businesses. So I got to meet this um, very young like entrepreneur, like aquaculture company owner. Okay. And um, he explained to us what, like uh, with our initial meeting that he came from like this small town he like came over with his parents from China or something I believe it was, okay. it was something within that kind of region so um, he grew up in that classic uh, hard working parents working at a restaurant that like family like, yeah. restaurant kind of yeah, thing yeah. and he like grew a love for um, like aquaculture and the type of food like uh, they usually prepare with their meals <laughs> and um, got into that kind of industry and went to school for it and also like that job took him all the way to like Alaska and up oh, and down wow. the island so okay. he got to see what kind of um, like groundwork I guess you do when you're working in that kind of field yeah so like uh, fish farms um, uh, like harvesting shellfish like uh, clams like um, vanilla clams take I, I'm like fuzzy on the number, but there's like a certain number of years that it's like legal for you to actually harvest the clams. Okay. So like, um, I, I, I can't even remember, but you have to wait that like period before you can actually dig them. And then you have to worry about the type of species, the type of environment. And there's like so much that goes into it. Okay. That it's, it's just, uh, 
at first it was a little overwhelming, but it's totally something um, worth learning. Absolutely. For sure. And I think I kind of like went off on a tangent a bit about the type <laughs> of industry, but he, after um, being kind of um, taken advantage of, I guess, uh, financially by one of his previous business partners, he decided to buy another business and okay um i think it was was another a great great business that he's been actually profiting to like prior to when he bought it it okay. was actually going um south so it, like uh, he's made insane improvements just because of the work ethic he's been working from from like childhood and everything for sure right yeah and uh, it's it's like really cool to see someone that's that sincere and um you know that hard working without being um feeling like entitled uh, not not necessarily entitled but like uh naive about things like he he's very knowledgeable to okay what he's doing yep so like um he's not running in the direction he wants to go blind which is really really inspiring that's awesome yeah absolutely so then you're you're mentioning like in like the before the show and stuff that it's that taking on this job has really uh, helped you like in your social skills and like Absolutely. I guess kind of come yeah. out of like your shell a bit on like I guess yeah being social Absolutely. so like yeah why don't you go into that a bit uh, so within like during the end of high school and uh, graduation I didn't really have that kind of idea on what I wanted to do as, For sure. as most people don't yeah so I was like you know I'll take the gap year which turned into I think like two years before I actually <laughs> um, attempted to do anything other than sleep in all the time. Right. But, um... Sounds like George. <laughs> <laughs> the first jab. <laughs> Sorry, George. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. We love you. We love you. But, um... So, getting into that job, I was actually, um... It transitioned into the job I'm working, because I had this, uh, like, linked mentorship program, which was, um... A job from a grant from the government it is just like this uh, it's very kind of confusing on right what it was like how how you obtain it like um, for First Nations communities especially uh, since most maybe not most but some of them are uh, they struggle to sustain themselves financially that the government usually has grants and stuff that you you write you do like a grant application and if, okay. if your um, inquiries or whatever fit their guidelines for that grant they'll provide you with um, uh, money to create a program that would help someone transition from um, like a learning position to a real life job which okay. which for this case it actually worked <laughs> which was very fortunate because not everyone gets that kind of opportunity and um shout out to our ceo for believing in me because the improvements that i've seen in myself within the last year have been insane because before like like i was saying with um, not having any direction in like, um, like yeah just in like in life, life in general yeah uh after graduation i started kind of um, developing a lot of anxiety and depression as some people do when they don't you know they don't know what to look forward to for right? sure right like there's no there's no goals there's no absolutely there's nothing to like 
there's no like light at the end of the tunnel it's kind of just like <laughs> yeah, you kind of just don't really like know where you're going you're yeah. just in a maze right absolutely so like um so given opportunities like that is it's definitely like one in a million i'd say because i've i've been so fortunate to gain the skills and um the direction and even insight on what i'm capable of for sure to um move forward and it's it's made me like happy it's insane yeah and like you're definitely like even just like like when you did that uh contest with the raffle or whatever yeah, you, see that's something i would never have thought you of doing like, like yeah, you know so, it's like as yeah it's a big step like absolutely. to see like you know the, the the personal growth and everything it's, right. it's really nice to see yeah it's, it's like that sense of belonging like i've learned in um like my first couple of weeks of sociology that social isolation kind of a tongue twister if you say that like five times oh definitely <laughs> um, can be a big contributor because like if you can't find like a place where you can feel like you belong then you feel alone for sure and um when you feel alone you know who are you gonna reach out to <laughs> well, that's just it right like yeah. you know and like it's not that you can't reach out to anybody right, you just yeah. feel you don't feel like you absolutely. you just don't feel like you can absolutely yeah and, and um you know realizing that is it's like it's like the first step to actually making those changes for sure you know to to become successful or stepping even out, happy yeah. stepping out of the comfort zone right absolutely and um so going back, I think I've gone on a tangent a couple times, but that's okay, man. So that's what after, we're here gra- for. after graduation, like I was doing nothing. Like you know what, I I really like sound design, music production. I'm gonna go for that, and you know I didn't put enough effort into it or have enough understanding of the music industry or marketing or you know creating a following for sure. So not having that strong of. Um, a start with that in the first place didn't really work in my favor so that didn't help with um, my you know social life or um, any like direction of moving forward yeah and like there there was just probably like there's probably like a month where I didn't have a reason to leave the house and like honestly it was really hard getting out of the house and starting to find reasons to leave because um you know you stay in one place for so long if you're not moving forward you're like moving backward for sure like there's you're not like you're not stuck you're definitely yeah. just one or the other absolutely so uh, with with all that like kind of weird stagnant um like point that, that weird stagnant point in my life where i wasn't doing anything i was actually reached out to by um our um education coordinator for our community and she's like, hey, we have this, um, we have this job that I think you'd be great for, and the deadline for is tomorrow. So like, get your application in. And since I don't like, before that, I had like zero job experience. So like, doing the odd jobs, volunteering, it was like half a page. <laughs> so I I handed that in, and um, somehow I ended up getting the job, which, again, like it that really got me into um. First Nations politics, um, how to in- engage or um, be social within the community, and um, you know useful tasks on administration yeah. and you know actually working because that's that was actually like my first real job where I was making money. <laughs> so it was it was interesting, like um, all of that um, was an interesting point for when. 
our administration and our economic development separated. Yeah. So I was doing work for um, various departments within that administration building, and I was doing some economic development work, and the CEO, yeah. he's like one of my heroes. It'd be cool if you've seen this. <laughs> you have to show him. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I guess there was there. I was working pretty hard, and he he actually interviewed me for the job, without me even knowing. And oh, okay. like yeah. he's like, yeah. What are your strengths? What are you good at? And um, you know, I'm like, I like uh, filing. You know, retaining information, going over information. Um, I like structure and everything like that. And he just kind of incorporated that into like um, what my job is, and a lot of what I do now is from. You know what I'm good at and then building on top of that with what needs to be done so it's like um, capitalizing on what you're good at um, learning things that will make you better for sure and I, it's like it's like a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity like I, I can't stress that enough because I don't know anyone else that's gone through anything similar than this because I had a hard time throughout high school which has caused me to need upgrading so I can pursue more post-secondary education. For sure. And having that kind of understanding that, you know, there, there are definitely some things that I'm good at and that I can build on, it's, it's crazy. And that's not something everyone has an opportunity to do. No, not at all. So, like, um, having that kind of understanding has allowed me to kind of build on my strengths and gain that kind of um, insight on where I'd like to learn more. Okay. Which, obviously before, um, definitely not the most social person, and giving presentations to uh, 30 to, like, 50 people at a time. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy. yeah. Crazy. And um, just having that, like, hands-on experience makes a huge difference, and that's definitely oh, totally. something I'd like to pursue more for, like... Um, other people when I can would I actually have that experience and can pass that forward to someone else like paying it forward, forward yeah obviously. for sure right yeah. yeah so definitely very um oh what's the word uh inspiring it's definitely different from the traditional way of learning right so you go, okay, yeah. you go to school you graduate you go to post-secondary you maybe do some volunteering and then you have to find a job after yeah. which obviously from people we know and so it's kind of like almost common knowledge that, you know, you think you'll just get a job handed to you or you'll have a bunch of options after you graduate but like university, no. right? Yeah. So as people are starting to kind of figure out that that's, <laughs> you know, there's other ways to kind of gain that skills through like, say, mentorships or internships. Oh, definitely. Then that kind of builds on, you know, you get that experience. And um, even if you have someone that was... Um, in that kind of position and to push them in the right direction that they will be like more efficient at what they can do and um, build on all of that with learning more and greater things perfect yeah it's crazy yeah it's like um going to school like everybody's everyone's like first year second year probably um you know, traditional schooling and everything like that. Yeah, kind of just wasting money. Absolutely. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> no, but... but like, um, it's definitely a different situation. Um, I couldn't think of anyone else that's that's had a job first that gets them, um, like, great experience in working with 
business and uh, networking. So a lot of networking was done through um, working with my community and um, other businesses around that, you know, incorporate um, good business practices with yeah. our community. So a big part of uh, finding a job I noticed is networking. For sure. I, I That's what I, one of the things I really love about this world. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, absolutely. And like from there, it's like, I mean, not that post-secondary isn't a good thing to do, absolutely. but at the same time, a lot of times, like you, just from who you know, you can get the job you want. You can get something by, just by knowing this person. You don't necessarily yeah. need the post-secondary. I mean, I'm sure it helps. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, you know, have, having the knowledge, but I mean, if you're willing to put in the time and the effort, you can anyone can learn it right like you yeah. you may not like some people never go to post-secondary and they become super successful absolutely and then some people go to post-secondary and become successful i mean there's like yeah. there's stories of both right, right. so yeah that's yeah, really cool everyone's different it's exactly crazy. everyone's everyone's unique at being them and they're all on their own unique journey right absolutely that's some deep shit yeah man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so this is the part of the show called the motivational moment so, Winston, can you describe me your passion in five words or less? Five words or less. If only I thought about this before and he told me over text oh message. No, of course. Um, uh, so I thought about it and the, the, I think it's four words. Love what you do. Okay. Because if you don't love what you're doing, it's yeah. kind of like you're torturing yourself, right? For sure. And, um, you know, it's as easy as I can put it in words. So, you you have to love what you do to be able to move forward in that, right? For sure. So, so like, say if you work at McDonald's, if you love that, then there's obviously opportunities for you to move up. Absolutely. Kind of change. Yeah. But if you hate it, I mean, why why, why are you there? there? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like, with it's, it's like with any job, you know. If you hate it, you're gonna like. I know a guy who works at a grocery store. You know, he hates it. He hates going in. Yeah. And it's like, but every day is a, like, he just, just the worst day out of here, every day he has to work. And it's like, he feels trapped. Yeah. I don't want to end up like that. No, definitely. Like, and that's, that's because you're not given that kind of, um, that kind of look over to where the grass might be greener or whatever. For sure. Right. And you're like, oh, there's opportunity over there. It might be nicer. The, the grass might actually be greener. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, and, you know, it's, it's having that kind of opportunity and knowing that there's opportunity there. Some people don't know that they have the strengths there. And obviously, um, in talking, I didn't like conversing and being social. I didn't know it was one of my gifts. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's something I definitely had to build on. And it's something I'm definitely going to be working on throughout work, school, whatever. Yeah, for sure. And I didn't even know that until, you know, I had to be, I guess, what one of my, um, old uh, co-workers told me is throw you in the deep end because on the second day of that uh, link mentorship program I was asked to speak in front of I think it was 40 um, people in a circle for um, like this First Nations reconciliation type uh, event right and they, they wanted me to introduce myself and um, talk about what I do and um, you know, why I'm happy to be there. And I froze. I'm like, hi, my name is Winston. I'm happy to be here. Um, I feel very fortunate to meet all of you. And then I sat <laughs> down and 
like, uh, because I was forced to speak in front of those people, I'm like, oh, you know, it's not that bad. It's not and so then, bad. Yeah. It, yeah, it's definitely something you, like, uh, exercise. You gotta exercise it. Yeah. Right? It's use it or lose it. For sure. It's like, well, it's like when you get thrown into the deep end, it's either you're gonna learn how to swim or you're gonna sink. Yeah. Definitely. Right? And most of the time, people will swim. They most just, of the time, <laughs> they yeah. Just need exactly. that push, right? Exactly. It's yeah. just like, just got that little kick in the ass or yeah. the light under their fire, like, light the fire under them, and then it just, once you get going, it's, you can't, it's like, a train you can't just can't be stopped yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah for sure that's cool man i appreciate it. those are good those are good words absolutely um so you've been doing some upgrading you've been talking you were telling me about you know your social sociology and anthropology right uh so tell me a bit about that stuff like why so those uh those are actually your first year university courses um it's it's such an interesting situation like um it's crazy how understanding viu and uh my my current employer have been on um you know getting me to further my education for sure so i never had a like easy time learning everything which um ultimately didn't allow me to complete my english 12 when i could have during high school and um what i noticed is um not to um talk bad about the public school system but they <laughs> They rather would, they what they did with me, I guess, instead of generalizing among the whole population is they wanted me to graduate no matter what that was. Right. So they put me in, I guess, um, the easier classes. So like um, apprenticeship, workplace math and communications, which are, which is like the trades math, trades level math. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's not something that applies to um, like more academic university courses or fields of um you know work yeah like so just, yeah. You, you're just they're putting you in one place but you weren't Absolutely. you wanted to be in a different place yeah and yeah. me being bl blind to what was going on at the time i didn't know what i was wanting to do so i let them just push me into that place where i'm like okay i'm graduated cool now what can i do pretty much right and yeah. um until not until after i finished high school i was like oh i can't you know apply to um actual university courses with communications because that's um that's like a lower tiered um english i guess so it's something that exchange students were put in and um it's, it's kind of hard to explain it was just it was not at the level of um english that is accepted by it um most yeah. university programs for sure and uh, after a couple times attempting to upgrade my english 12 um i'm actually still in the process of doing my english 12 and it's almost been like i think four years since four years since we graduated so, yeah and um it's it's like not fun <laughs> <laughs> i can see why some people struggle with it and they even like i have certain programs that they market to people because a lot of people have a hard time with English 12 which is interesting it is um, um, but since since like I'm still completing the course it's not fun because you have to write about like Hamlet and shit yeah all that stuff that's like no interest to you any yeah. Of, yeah and like a, a lot of like um, literary devices that you're not using in post-secondary courses like I've noticed that in sociology and anthropology, I don't have to worry about 
um, what a motif is. Okay. <laughs> like, like the type of, um, you know, punctuation, maybe not punctuation, that's kind of universally important, but like uh, some very like old English, like you would read in like Hamlet. Yeah. Um, not to shit on Hamlet, but a lot of like fluffy stuff they use to prepare you for um, that kind of stuff isn't very applicable. Right. So in like sociology, you're you're learning specifically about uh, society and studying groups of people, and you know you're there are things that they have in the course that kind of prepare you for you know learning what you're gonna do in that course. And yeah. It seems like English well is too broad of a stroke. Okay. Um, for everyone, because like a lot of people could definitely pursue programs like that and succeed and still have trouble with um, working on their literacy in the way that it's available for you. Right, okay. Yeah. And outside of that, I'm, I'm at VIU taking the two courses, Sociology and Anthropology, which are amazing. Like, um, I have two great professors. <laughs> they're, they're, like, very understanding and, like, good at their, like, their field. Of for sure. What they're doing. And um, I was allowed into VIU, as in Unclassified, to work into... A bachelor of arts which, okay. which i'm gonna be aiming for that way i can um you know develop and build on what i'm good at for sure and i think definitely sociology and anything regarding that will probably be my strong suit because it's been one of the funnest classes okay cool just learning about um groups and um how society runs and everything like we've we've only scraped the surface with that but it's it's like blowing my mind each time, and I actually That's found awesome. myself like reading the textbook at home, which oh, is dang. not something I've you know really done before. It's not something I really did either, though. I mean, yeah, absolutely, it's you know, learning in class, not at home. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, I'm working towards that and completing my English, so I can actually be enrolled as an actual like Bachelor of Arts student, which is my That's goal. Cool. And my employer is actually so understanding of um, us pursuing more post-secondary education yeah uh to make us better at our jobs so we get that support from our employer to further education and still get the work which is again like something that that's not offered everywhere no like a lot of people would be like okay if you're going to school like you yeah. need to be able to work this many out blah 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 right yeah, i'm absolutely. sure yeah i'm so. sure it'd be not good right <laughs> it's great yeah and sociology i think like your original question um Sociology is great. We learned about, I think in the second week, which was probably one of the most interesting things we talked about, was um, looking at um, rates of suicide. And okay. there, are, there are like three different types of um, reasons that uh, populations would um, commit suicide. And it's really interesting. Okay. Because uh, the, the three are, um, I think, is egoistic. So that ties into more so like social social isolation that fucking tongue twister <laughs> and that's that's kind of like you know being alone or being excluded from other Just social like groups super, i don't know if it's the right one but in, is that introverted introverted yeah i guess yeah, the, okay. technically like introverted you can still socialize with people but socializing with people tires you out whereas if you're extroverted you get if you get fueled from, yeah absolutely so like um egoistic um would be social social isolation and um, anything kind of regarding you not, you know, being able to fit in, I guess. There, there's definitely more to it. This is just kind of like um, 
what I can like pull from my brain. For sure. <laughs> and that's that's more so like um, you know, I guess this is kind of a broad example, but like say if someone, uh, you know, was bullied in school and um, that was kind of like their their escape, right? So they 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 couldn't work in that that kind of social environment that they were right. they were in and um the other was anomic i believe and that's that's when people um commit suicide from um like a very diluted set of like um governing and um okay so like you know the the guidelines within the government or whatever are, yep. are like so weak that you know you have that less sense of self so there's not that like social uh, solidarity, which is a big word we used in the class, which is where it's hard to define you and the group that you're with. Right. So you feel lost. Okay. And it's it's kind of like everything's scattered, and it, it tends to happen with, um, you know, when people overthrow the government or when there's a financial crisis, and people don't know where to go because you know you don't know where you are anymore. You don't. Yeah. You don't know what everything is that you knew prior to um, such a crisis like that for sure okay and the last one was altruistic and that's when you have such strong social solidarity where um the, it seems like the right thing to do to take your own life really right? and it's very popular say with like samurais when they lose oh, a battle or yeah, something okay. like that yeah. or when you're in the army and um it's you know the suicide mission right so like you do it for the greater good and that's what your understanding of taking your own life is. So if you jump on a grenade to save 10 plus people, that's considered altruistic suicide. So you think it's the good thing to do. And it doesn't always have to be good either. So like, say it's very strong in cult followings, like don't drink the Kool-Aid because that's what oh, yeah, it, right? Yeah, for that's sure. strong yeah. social solidarity. And because you're so um, strong and like social with that group that... Um, you know, it seems like um, whoever's idea was, or if it seems like a good idea throughout the teachings or whatever of that group, that it seems like a good idea, you do it. Okay, okay. And th those, like, alone grab my attention so much because it sheds a light on a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of, like, why we have the problems we do. For sure, and definitely. It's, and it's diving deeper into those problems to understand, you know, why. So you're not looking at... Um, the person directly in sociology you're looking at the group and finding out you know why the group might be you know doing that for sure and those were definitely the three that stood out and okay. it's kind of general categories it's pretty intense stuff like it was it was a really quiet class there's like 70 people in the class and everyone's like they, they didn't want to the teacher didn't want to get too like uh into it because um she would assume that there's probably a couple people in the class that have dealt with say um depression or something like that and they don't want to be it's like they can be easily triggered with that kind right. of topic right and um it's very interesting because people were either so quiet because they were that interested or because they were scared <laughs> that makes sense that's crazy like yeah absolutely it definitely i'd actually be kind of interesting class i'd open you to a bunch of new perspectives definitely and like just a whole new ideas and um with anthropology, I think I'm actually in a socio-cultural anthropology, and what we learned last class is what culture is. Okay, yeah. And, like, I, I still had a hard time kind of understanding, like, um, what the meaning is, because culture is not a place, 
um, say like, oh, I love the culture over in India. It's not, right. it's not the culture, it's the people. And culture is a, a concept of um, why people do things and um, how it makes them, you know, live. and For sure. And uh, how they pass it down. And it creates a lot of um, different, like, concepts. Is a camera going? No, no, I just, I just like, <laughs> no. to look at it. Um, so, um, that's my train of thought here. Sorry. It's talking about uh, anthropology. Right. Yeah, so um, how different cultures develop different understandings of the world around them. Right, okay. Uh, and how it helps them survive. Okay. And it's super interesting because one of the, one of the first things that... Um, different cultures deal with or different uh, like people, groups deal yeah. with is um, eth- ethnocentrism I believe so that's that's saying oh that group is doing things wrong because that's not how we do things oh okay yeah and, and yeah. the big example they gave of that was how um, I think it's a Polynesian group um, that practiced eating their dead oh okay so yeah so like at first you know that hits your ear wrong because totally because you're like cannibalism yeah no yeah Can- we don't do that here right that's wrong you yeah get, you know in trouble and it probably tastes bad <laughs> but they they do that because they they don't want like um so the person that's died they they grab non-relative people to dispose of the body by eating it so the people don't have to suffer with the idea that their their lost their loved one has passed away and that's that's their logic behind that but like then we'll never see him again. Exactly, yeah. So, like, they don't want to think about, you know, that that passed-on loved one or whatever. And they so they eat them. They dispose them. They, they completely erase them from their, you know, life. And hmm. that differs from, like, Western cultures where we, we bury people. Like, um, I'm not too... Like, I haven't given it too much thought on why we do that. It's like, so they have their resting place, right? And... For the Mari, the Polynesian people that do that, they their culture revolves around like not having things touch the ground because it it's like disrespectful or something like that. Okay. Like that's a that's kind of a broad reach in what I took away from that. But there's definitely a more uh, thorough explanation. Right. But they didn't like uh, burying their dead because they would consider it disrespectful to their family and the the passed on loved one okay and um they they would constantly think about that and that would that would like make them depressed because they're constantly thinking about you know, they're just constantly stuck in a state of sadness absolutely yes yeah. that's, that's just one of the extreme like uh examples that you know the difference cultural differences with different groups for sure and you know being able to understand that and i i love it like i didn't think like i was super nervous on um, what it would be like, you know, to take university courses. It's, it's been, you know, forever. <laughs> For sure, right? Like, I mean, just getting back into it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I've loved every class just because it's... That's cool. Yeah, it's huge. It, like, turns on lights everywhere in your brain. You're like, oh, that's that's why. Oh, that's why. And it just right? blows your mind, right? Yeah. Whenever I think of anthropology, I think of about Betty White from Community. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every time. And I'm just like... Yeah. I, it's just I'm like oh that seemed like a decent class yeah, yeah. Just drink your own pee it's drink your own pee and it's just loaded with vitamins and just like you know make a crazy weapon yeah absolutely attack Jeff with it yeah totally. <laughs> it's so cool though 
That's awesome, man. Yeah, I love it. It's cool. <laughs> I just wanted to thank you for coming on the show. I really Absolutely. appreciate it. I'm glad to have you on. Thanks for letting me talk your ear off and for sure. talk your guys' ear off. So. Where, where can the people find you? Um, my house, probably. Probably, but I don't know if you want a bunch of people showing up at your house. That's true. Yeah. So what about on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Instagram, I go by Winstoco. So it's W-I-N-S-T-O-C-O. It's kind of kind of like a Condense. contraction yeah. of my name. For sure. Um, I'm also on SoundCloud. I go, I can't even remember. Isn't it like Z-U? As an X-E-S-U? I like, it's pronounced Gessie, but it's X-E-S-U Yeah. SoundCloud. I don't have a lot of stuff. Like, I have one huge project that I should probably give myself a deadline for because it's probably one next of week favorites. next week yeah you heard it you here. heard it here first you has got to be done by next saturday <laughs> next saturday yeah that's uh definitely where you can find and listen to my my music i wish i could have elaborated like i'll definitely be here again oh yeah he will he will <laughs> For sure. yeah, it's, i've had a fun time here that's good um but to elaborate on like music sound design um arrangement all that stuff is like the other half the, the of, other, like the, the shit i love for sure, right? Like and we could um, we yeah. could go on for hours. I know yeah, we could. Absolutely. So those are those are the main two places. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look me up if you'd like. Um, I post pictures sometimes. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That's cool. nice. All right. Well, you can uh, if you like the episode, hit that subscribe button. Uh, check out the other episodes; they're all great. And uh, well, you know, I hope you guys enjoy the show, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Don't forget to like and comment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>